So I think we can just do the intros and go. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I don't know where I am today, but I'm unable to be here. And I'm John Armstrong. Wow. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. That was dumb. That was yeah. something. I just figured... It was pretty good, know, though. Well, I... I can't go as low, you know. True, true that. to form. I mean, I mean, I think you know. I think you captured his essence. I'm trying over here. If nothing else, I'm trying <laughs> over here. But there's a lot of breaking items and things that are happening right now. Big you know, news. This, yeah, today this this episode I think is going to be basically ripped from the headlines. And before we get to the the like serious topic, I just wanted to point out that there's a Ghostbusters trailer. Uh, and yeah. I saw it today on the verge and I watched it again. And what I'm surprised about is how much it bites the original. Like for those of us old enough or who have seen the original, how much it references that first movie. Uh, I think we, in, I mean, in what way I have seen it once I've seen okay. the trailer once. Um, so in what way would you, uh, so this uh, is, this is when you, when Lex goes away. You and I right. talk movies. If we go right to movies, because he doesn't watch movies. <laughs> now, kids now, now kids can see this movie, so it's related. Has it been rated? I think it's probably, it's, it's certainly not, I mean, our older kids could see it. Okay. I mean, well, I've only got the one. <laughs> I don't have any well, younger kids that I know of. I think my, I think my, um, my little one could do it. I think she could. Um, I mean, it's good. The highest is going to be is PG-13. But it might right, be if PG. If it's PG thirteen, I don't think I'll be taking the young one. Uh, however, has she, she seen the seems, Harry Potter movies? Nope. Oh, okay. that I know of. She may have seen that at um, like her grandmother's house or with cousins or something, but not on my watch. I, I insist that okay. the books have to be read first. Oh, okay. But I don't know that that's going to be. Uh, I couldn't lasting. wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> with with the youngest one, I just I don't see that as a possibility. So yeah, so how do you how do you um think that it it's referencing the the original? I mean, other than the fact that uh, it's called Ghostbusters, it's called Ghostbusters, <laughs> and it happens in the continuity of the first one. It's not a reboot. I mean, it's sort a reboot of, in the sense that they're starting you know a new group, but yeah, it but all the four. stuff that happened in the previous two movies is has happened in this universe, but. Uh, the, the way they've done the trailer, it, like, for example, there's a cut at about 30, you know, mid 30 seconds, like 36, 37 seconds. Uh, Kristen Wiig is standing there and she's basically, I can't decide if she's the Egon character or, you know, which I kind of think she's the Egon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she gets slimed, uh, and there's a, it's, but it's kind of a bill, like, it's not quite as like iconic as the bill murray sliming in the first one but there's still this weird like she's in kind of a formal environment it looks to be the first you know encounter yeah with it, it's, you know. it's much like the the um the library right the new york public library encounter uh in the first in the first movie they show the the um team you know like figuring it out okay you know i think we can do this and like um the, they've got a good cast it looks like 
but the the roles are a little different but but like the okay so then they have the like well, Ernie Hudson character you know? except for the African-American woman who is cast <laughs> I think unfortunately as the the one non-scientist right and in the beginning of the trailer it says uh, 30 years ago does it say scientists or does it say four scientists hold on now I'm scrolling back here hold on I know this is fascinating four scientists <laughs> saved New York we're gonna pick pick apart a trailer so at, at 14 seconds into this trailer, they're saying four scientists saved New York, John. Hmm. Four. Okay, well, all right, so maybe maybe there's another shooter drop there, right? Maybe maybe uh, she studies science on the side or something I don't while know. she's working as a, as a transit authority. Like a, what was Ernie Hudson's ticket, character's name in there? Um, I believe was Ernie Hudson's character's name was Ernie Hudson. Mm. Um, I don't remember. I really don't yeah. remember. <laughs> I don't remember their names that well. I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Hank has seen that movie, um, the first one, um, which he thought was which he thought was pretty good. But he wasn't like you know. I've I've actually suggested watching it. I mean, it was kind of a while ago, and I've suggested watching it again. And he's been like, eh, yeah. I don't need mm. to see that one again. Mm. So he wasn't like wowed by it. Um, it like I got to see this, even though he even though he really. I mean, he was he was animated as he was watching it. I mean, he was like commenting on things and seems like he had a fun time watching it it's not something he feels like he has to go back to ernie hudson played winston zedmore okay winston oh. that's a big twinkie <laughs> that's a big that's a big twinkie it's, it's a big twinkie <laughs> the gear looks a little bit more steampunky inspired a little bit more i think less um futuristic a little bit more yeah. like i mean it's still futuristic looking but not it looks a little more handmade i guess is the way to put it but okay. but the thing that i just it, they're biting hard is and there's it seems like there's a couple of stereotype things which i'm not sure i'm, I'm being i'm yes. gonna be critical yeah i right? i agree i agree i i did laugh i mean i you know i laughed at a couple bits in the trailer yes um however i was also <laughs> mm-hmm. sort of put off on some of the stereotypical stuff and we're just gonna say the cadillac i mean it's funny but it's also stereotypical and it's um um, you know and i say this i don't really have a right i think to say much more than i mean it's funny but they they have a hearse as the (laughs) ecto one (laughs) as their ghostbuster mobile which makes which actually makes more sense than the ambulance right since they're dealing with ghosts ghosts right uh the other issue is that you know, we should maybe we should have mentioned spoilers, but um, it's a trailer, and I don't think it had the same kind of this. Like, it's not like Star Wars where people are like, "I don't want to be spoiled by anything." Or, but um, the original Slimer, it looks like, makes an appearance in this movie. Oh, I missed that. And I'm just scrubbing through here and seeing some things, but yeah, like I just paused it on a Slimer scene. But the the women look great. Like the energy looks funny, and they look awesome. What, and what did you, I mean, how are you with the casting? Oh, I think the casting is great. I don't, I don't actually know. Uh, I don't know that I know all of them very well. Um, I know, I know Kristen Wiig from a mm-hmm. few things. Um, most recently the Martian. And, and then I know that other woman from spy. Megan, Megan. I don't hold. even know her name. Please hold. We're holding. <laughs> uh, I do not want IMDB to not. We're cutting this all. This is going to be so. <laughs> So this, this whole this entire segment will be cut to like 30 seconds 30 seconds yeah please hold 
Megan McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. I always get Melissa those two McCarthy. mixed up. Okay. Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, and uh, let's see. Wait. So, uh, whoa. If you look at the IMDb page, there's some... Um, there's some... It looks like there's going to be some cameos. Okay. So I'll leave it there. But top billing, top billing, you know him, you love him, Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, is, okay. <laughs> as Kevin. He's, he's coming in as Kevin. <laughs> he's definitely not Thor. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if he was, if, if, if it was revealed that all the uh, Ghostbusters movies um, happen within the Marvel Universe. Mm, That'd be of kind course. Of like, pull them in, like everything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. This, this, this. Uh, we are part of the Marvel universe, actually. Turning this car around. Well, this, yeah. <laughs> we are definitely a part of that universe, uh, in our own minds, in my mind, anyway. Uh, anyway, coming up. Wow. That's so yeah. Okay. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. I mean, if you look at the IMDb DB page, there's um, some, there's some interesting yeah. things. There's a I lot would, of, there's a lot going. There's a fair amount going on there. Let's just say I, that. And I'm really bringing this up so that there's some filler for the show notes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just making it, making trying to make it easier for you. Thanks. So the release date for this movie, 15th of July, summer blockbuster. I'm not familiar with the, is it Kate McKinnon? Yeah, I'm not either. I'm sure I've seen, she's an SNL person, Ted too. She's also the mechanical one. Like, they've kind of scrambled the characters. It's not, they haven't aped the character lineup. Like, there isn't, like, yeah, you right, know, right. Super it's Geek, and then, like, the Mega Nerd, and then, you know, the Hipster Nerd, or the Wannabe Hipster yeah, Nerd. the Suave, suave one. Mm-hmm. Semi-Suave one. It's very weird and funny. The guy who's comfortable with himself. Yes. <laughs> Extremely. I'm not sure that exists in this, in this version of the movie. However, it looks fun. And, hey, ladies, awesome. So... I'm, you know, I'm in line. Are you excited for that movie or eh? I'm, I'm more, I would say I'm more eh. I mean, I'm interested. Um, I'm more, I guess I'm more excited by it than the Superman Batman one, but. Um, really? Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of um, Zack Snyder. I liked Man of Steel. So. Oh, really? But, uh, but I'm, we'll have to, we'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> here's the thing. I like the last five minutes. <laughs> Actually, I thought the stuff on the planet, now listen, this to me seemed like a reboot of the 1970, whatever, with Christopher Reeve, where the movie starts on Krypton. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, you know, you got to start there. If you're going to, if you're starting all over, that's where it begins. That's where it goes. I just felt like they did a better job with this one. Like I believed more in their, you know, amazing ability as smart people as a superior race or whatever i didn't mind the krypton stuff too much i Um, thought it was beautiful and funky and surprising i mean so actually the first so the first like half hour i think is not is not too bad i mean there's and there's some good parts it's just the whole i mean Zack snyder's destruction porn turns me off well but now we know there's a reason for that and then and then of course superman superman kills somebody which superman is not really supposed to do <laughs> here's the thing um, and he also he also sort of callously has this fight in the middle of you know um downtown Ma- metropolis and mm-hmm. destroys how many buildings all, practically all of them yeah um, without without yeah. really trying to take the fight someplace else well I mean, here's the thing i mean the planet's gonna blow up we're gonna like it's gonna be done 
Like humanity's over. So billions of people, one people, you got to, you know, got to make the hard calls. It's a new Superman. He's got to make the hard calls. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, there was nothing wrong. I mean, well, okay. Well, there's always something wrong with Superman, but there, sure. the same, the same things that are wrong with the old Superman are wrong with the okay. new Superman. <laughs> I just want to rewind 40 years because my sister had it out with my family over this, that Superman disobeyed his father in the first one because he was told not to change history or mm -hmm. whatever, like not to interfere. Right. Or There's some mandate he's been given. And, you know, um, drunk Marlon Brando really laid it down for him <laughs> um, in the holograms. Tell him, tell him, my son. Do not. Do not disrupt the. That's really good. Does not disrupt the history of the planet Earth. All right. Okay. <laughs> but in that movie, what happens? He freaking flies backwards, reverses the rotational act. You know, like he just, yes. he is messing up with all kinds of craziness mm -hmm. to reverse the orbit, to travel back in time, to save Margot Kidder. Yep. I believe that is a higher, at the time I was like, get over it. It's a movie, whatever. That was my, you know, however kid brain, however old I was. And I kind of feel like that with the Superman movie. Like it's a movie. There's going to be mm -hmm. some license. And I'm sorry, but throwing a, a locomotive and seeing that fly through the air and land and skid and stuff was pretty rad. Some of that, some I mean, some of that was pretty cool. I just, I just really think that I mean, he goes, he goes way too far with it, and oh, and then yeah, you come by the end of the movie, you're just sort of like, okay, that was that was so much that I just can't. I mean, and it's it's in a way to me, it's like Lucas trying to jam CGI into absolutely every scene. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I. I have to say there's two things I'm more about the Superman movie because I'm I am my interest has peaked on the Superman Batman thing. First of all, Gotham Metropolis, the whole I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Plus I'm I'm a fan of Jeremy Irons. I just have to say that. He's Yeah, like he's a, he's, you know, he's yeah. kind of awesome. However, okay, where was I going here? I stopped. <laughs> there's too much happening right now. Oh. Um <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Know. That's right there because I have a lot of um, positive <laughs> feelings feelings about Wonder Woman towards Wonder uh -huh. Woman um, uh -huh. based on my own childhood uh, coming of age um, and the role that that series which kept getting rebooted in different form with different people and different costuming and what's her name Carter um, Linda oh, Linda Carter name? Linda what's Carter her name I was gonna say Diana Carter but with Diana is, no is, Diana is Riggs the character is, I believe then Diana well, Riggs is that her name. Uh, anyway, yeah. different yeah. Wonder Woman, different outfit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> also, Diana Rigg, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. That I under. I. I mean. I, I. I understand that a little bit, and I think it's a funny. It's a funny bit in the trailer, but uh, and I think the last two trailers, I think, have been a little better than the previous ones. Yeah. Um, they've made me slightly more interested, but I just, like I said, I don't like. I don't like Zack Snyder. I don't like this like obsessively dark theme that they're going with with all of the DC movies. Um, mm. I'm a big fan of the DC TV shows, um, but okay. uh, I just I'm not I'm not I'm I've never liked Zack Snyder very much. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, and they get, they basically gave him the you know the, he's he's the guy running the whole show. So that's it's, okay. It's, it's not for me. Not for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, there, so here's first Diana Prince was the name of the Wonder Woman yes. character from the 1975 yes. version of Wonder Woman. 
surprising. First of all, also, I'm a huge, I have had a thing for Diane Lane pretty much my whole life. I've, every time I've ever seen her in anything, including like outsiders, like since that moment, total, I just, I love her. Diane Lane, fantastic. So seeing her in Superman, like. So she's Ma Kent, is that right? Mm-hmm. And she's, yep. I, just, I just like her. I like her a lot. Anyway, I thought Kevin Costner was kind of awesome uh, in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was good. Uh, especially, you know, when there's a scene and he's it's just kind of, it's an understated moment. And, and actually I liked what he did better than what the other guy did in the, in the seventies movie. Like I felt like mm. it was a good, he seems that Costner's always had that Midwest kind of, um, vibe and it just worked for me. Okay. Let's talk about Deadpool <laughs> and then let's talk about some other stuff. <laughs> a real kid's movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's focus on Deadpool. A, a real kids movie yeah, for the children. Um, I have not seen Deadpool. I have not. Yeah, I still haven't seen Deadpool. I want to see it, but I just I, right now I don't have. I haven't had the opportunity to get out to the theater. So okay, okay. I, I can't discuss the film. Um, I well, hear it's. I hear it's good. I hear it's really good, which I'm slightly surprised about because I was worried about this one. Um, even though I was, you know, I was interested, but it sounds like they they pulled it off. It's a grown up movie. For sure. Yes, it's definitely. I mean, from what I when okay. I understand, right? so, and I mean, I've seen the red band trailers, so <laughs> I would not yeah. take my kid to that movie. Yeah, it's not a kid movie. It's rated R, right? It's definitely yes, rated it is. R. And yeah, it is. It's R. Like, yeah, there's a lot of um, R-rated things in the in it. It's just, mostly violence, right? Well, yes. Uh, there's some interesting. Other things too. I don't, I'm not. I'm just going to leave it there. It, it's fun to watch. But um, the reason I bring it up, since we can't talk about it, talk about it. What I wanted to mention was just that there were people who were saying, like, I have a couple friends on Facebook who are like, you know, they got to see it early, and they're like, do not take your kids. This is not a kids movie at all. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a rated R. It's a hard R movie, right? A very violent and full of bad language. So don't take your kids. And then it was just huge Facebook, you know, Facebook blow up and everyone's going crazy. But anyway, uh, I liked it. And uh, my girlfriend, actually, she liked it also. Oh, okay. Which is huh. surprising date movie. Uh, <laughs> as a parental note for other parents who might be going, I want grown up. Deadpool is grown up. So. Well, sure. You want grown up. Yeah. I don't, I I, I can't I, I'm I'm I mean I have not discussed it with my wife because I don't think she has the slightest bit of interest she she is not that big into this the comic book movies in general anyway you know what um she liked Guardians of the Galaxy then she would like this if she liked Guardians of the if she can sit through a talking raccoon she can deal with I mean she should, so, be so, should well yeah so maybe um he's really funny right this is his I mean he was born to play this yeah this is like Iron Man like he was born yeah. you know Robert Downey was born. And he worked, I mean, he worked at this for a long time. I mean, he, he, had, he had to fight to get this movie made. I'm, I know. He played Deadpool in that crappy uh, X-Men Origins, Origins film. And after that was still like pushing real hard to, to yeah. put so, this project together. Yeah. And it was written like 10 years ago. Right. I believe, I think the words he used were 10, 11 years or nine years. There's some amount of yeah. time that was crazy that he's been involved. So good for him for seeing it through and, and congratulations to him for his success uh, from yeah. us. Uh, at least yeah. one third of us here at Turn This Car Around. <laughs> uh, no, I'm happy it's the two thirds. 
I'm half very. I mean, even having not seen it, I think. Yeah, but but I'm, you would I'm, give a thumbs up based on the trailer, the red band trailer. No, actually, no. I mean, I I saw the trailers and I was kind of like, I'm not sure. The, um, and I had to see the reviews before I was like, okay, now I really want to see it. Okay. Um, uh, because I thought it could go either way. I thought maybe it would just be too over the top, but it sounds like it's just over the top enough. It it, it yeah. I think okay. I think you personally would like it. Okay. And if your lady won't go with you, it's a great, you know, it's a fun little dude's night out. Yeah. Well, two of the, two of the dudes have already gone. <laughs> and the other dude, the other dude, his wife wants to see it. So <laughs> is he holding out then? So okay. he's gonna, he's tra- he's got to wait for her. Do I know either it. of these dudes? Uh, you know, one of them. As, yeah. And did he see it or not? He saw it. Yeah. He's okay. the one who saw it. And what was yeah. his review? He liked it. They, he and this other, this other friend of mine both liked it. Okay. Quite a bit, so, okay. Uh, it's almost halfway through the show, and you know what that means? Yeah. It, uh, yeah, I do. It's, um, it's time for me to ask you a critical question, John. Okay. Do you love books, but find that you never have the time to read them? Oh my God, yes. Well, audible.com has the perfect solution. Get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read while on the go. At the gym, during your commute, audible.com provides over 180,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Their app is free and works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. Yes, Windows Phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. Unlike streaming or rental services with Audible, you own your books, so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. Audible.com also has the great listen guarantee. If you decide you don't like the book you choose, you chose, no worries, you can exchange any book you aren't happy with for one with another title anytime, no questions asked. I think audible.com is fantastic because it has Kindle integration, and if you're reading a Kindle book and you're also an audible.com subscriber, wherever you are in the Kindle book, you can pick it up. Like, say you read late, late... Last night, you got to a certain point in The Martian and you want to finish it uh, or like get further along on the commute, you can do that. Pretty awesome. John, have you had any experience with Audible.com that you'd like to share with us? I have. I have listened to Audible.com books. My wife is a, is a subscriber. Mm. She, um, she listens. That's her primary method of, of reading books, I think, for the most part. Because um, she and her work is often out driving around, like looking for people. <laughs> ah. And so she spends a lot of time in her car. And gotcha. so she, uh, she is, she plows through these books. And that is a great use case. And yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> just for you guys, TTCA listeners, turning this car around fans, audible.com is offering a free 30 day trial membership. Go to audible.com slash TTCA today to start your free trial. Today. That's what's in the copy, so I'm just going to read that. Those two todays <laughs> there. Again, show your support for turning this car on to get a free 30-day trial. Audible.com slash TTCA. Thank you, audible.com, for supporting this show. It's a, it's a good service. Yeah, fantastic. Big fans. And plus, okay. I can't read, so... Right. Um, it's There's actually... That. I didn't, I didn't yeah. want to bring that up. I just... No, no, that's okay. Keyword. I... I I will cut that part out too. Trying to be open about it. Um, Let's start the show. How about now we start? <laughs> uh, I got a little. Um, uh, I got a little funk. I got a little like lung thing going on. Do you need to turn and cough? Um, while I take a drink of uh, water, and I'll just. Well, yeah, I'll silence. take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Take a drink of water, and I'll. 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 I'll work the hand puppet for a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. So, um, Hank is Hank has um managed to. <laughs> he started reading um on his own accord. I, this is something I found out about iOS and the iBook Store is that um the only rating, the only like granularity of control you have in the iBook Store is like explicit sexual material, or to allow that or not. Okay. Um, so he, um, he got a, you know, some gift cards to iTunes and, mm-hmm. um, I let him put the, the iBooks app on his phone and his iPad because I thought, Hey, reading, um, reading. Sure. and, um, he, he ended up getting the first thing that he got was the, the walking dead comic book. <laughs> 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 so I was like, Oh, uh, uh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, um, I'm not sure that's necessarily the best thing, but there's no, um, there's no graphic sexual content in it, so it's that's okay. that's all there. That's all there is. That's the only thing. Um, there's a lot of shooting zombies, um, and I, and mm. there's also some shooting people too. Do you watch the series? I have seen. No, I only saw the first episode of the series. Um, I read the oh. comic. I read the, like the first three trades of the comic book. Okay, uh. years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's no. He's not. He's not seeing the TV show. That's for sure. That is hard. Uh, that's TV mature, man. I know some of the stuff that's in the comic book too, and it's not exactly. But he's, you know, we've struggled to get him to read things. So, <laughs> he's, and he's actually reading. He's actually reading them. So I was like, okay, okay, all right. I hear you. I hear not you. necessarily my first choice, but um, he he's been plowing through them and he's working on it. And he's we've he's had a book project to do on it. And um, he has been very happy to do the project. So, mm. whereas usually trying to get him to work on things like this, he he gets he, like the long, particularly the long term stuff. He's usually not too bad about just like doing some math homework or something like that. Uh, but the long term, like bigger projects, I think he has like a sort of phobia about it. It just seems too big, so he never wants to get mm. started on it. Um, you know, which <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but with this thing, he was like, he was ready to go. He wanted to work on it immediately. So, damn, yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of a fun thing because, and I think this is just the first part of this. Like, there's going to be like a, a second part to this project where they get into a little more like, um, writing, but this is just, uh, you had to do like, uh, two posters. Um, you had to pick one character and the one poster is showing that character as a hero. And then the other poster is showing him as a villain. Uh, um, and so he picked um, the, the Rick Grimes character from of course he did. Walking, Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good choice. And the fun, the fun thing is that the 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 wanted poster is done from the zombies' perspective. Nice. So it's written really sloppily, and uh-huh. this afternoon we're going to put some bloody handprints on it. And <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So what are you going to use for the blood? What do you you know what you're doing? Uh, red paint. I got some red Okay. Paint. Yeah. Pro tip. Um, get a little brown, like, um, burnt umber paint. If you can just mix it. In yeah. It's, it's, it's a real dark, like maroon, um, not quite maroon, but, um, mm. it's, yeah, it's, it's somewhere in between. All right. Uh, yeah. Red, red is not uh, like, just like straight red is not the color of blood. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yep. To, to get the realism that the kids expect mm-hmm. today. Right. Cause when really... blood dries, it gets. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, my girlfriend and I, uh, I, I had stopped watching Walking Dead um, when my girlfriend showed interest, and then it took us a while to get through 40 other series. So we finally yeah. caught up. 
this year. Holy man. They're they're doing some good stuff. It's just. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, like I said, the first episode I thought was really well made. I stopped reading the comic book just because, you know, much like my dislike for Zack Snyder, I thought this, I thought it was just, it was so bleak that I couldn't. I was not getting any joy out of reading it. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay with it. It was very say. well done, but it was just like, you know what? This is dragging me down, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read this anymore. <laughs> so I stopped. And I, and I read about, and I watched some kitten videos for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I had that too, actually. I had that too. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I yeah. just don't know if I can. And I did the same. I and mean, I went through the same thing with Game of Thrones as well. Uh, so I stopped watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, like there's there's no hope in that series. I think everyone's dying. Like and even the baddies are gonna die. You know. I wanted to talk about civics. Honda civics? Uh, not Honda Civics, actual <laughs> civics civics. Societal ah. civics. We are in an election year and I think oh, we're in boy. the primary season. And I'm not gonna get I don't want to get partisan because Oh let's it, but yeah, I think How are we not are we you know, gonna, we're gonna lean a certain I'm not way. Sure. I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to have this conversation without getting at least a little partisan. Well so there was an article uh in on I think it was a medium about how to talk to your kids about Donald Trump. <laughs> I think because of the nature of this year, there's a lot of uncertainty. It's not going kind of as it usually does in terms of the power brokers and uh the way things are going. And so a lot of Things are being floated in the media, brokered conventions, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's a great time to talk to your kids about how this stuff works because in our lifetimes, conventions have been pretty dull. For the most part, yeah. You know, most people walking into a convention in our lifetime had it locked, done. There's no drama. It's like, well, here we are at the convention. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's very, all the stuff that conventions were created to take care of or uh, to deal with or to highlight in our democracy, it's been kind of pushed out of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And this year we may see. Uh, well, in two thousand eight, there was a lot of talk about, um, at least early on, about Hillary like pulling some sort of upset at the at the convention, like using superdelegates to try and overthrow Obama. Yeah, but to let, you know, but it didn't end up happening, and everything kind of went down the way it should have. Right, right. Um, but so my, you know, I've got a twelve year old. And, um, my girlfriend's oldest, the, the younger ones are in our family are not, they, they want to know who the good, <laughs> who the good people are basically. Yeah. They're looking at, they're looking right. to us for cues mm-hmm. and, um, um, it's, it's oh, been I've been giving them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no, no, there's been, yeah, been talk. <laughs> it's, you know, and I think I can safely say this and this is as nonpartisan as I could say it, but, um, in my family circle, including my, my siblings that I've spoken to about it, Mr. Trump is generally held in disregard. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if they are not voting on the Democratic ticket, they are voting Republican, and they are terrified by what that looks like this year. And I was like, well, welcome to 1988 then. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but... Um, <laughs> But it's just been a chance to, ha- to have a civics conversation about voting, about how yeah. the electoral college works. And yeah, like the superdelegate system that was set up basically to handle something like a, a Trump situation where the the media and um, just the sheer force of, uh, I don't know. Triumph of nar- the will. Narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like the demagoguery. <laughs> 
of the of the candidate is pulling it one way, and superdelegates were uh, were created to to kind of not I don't know mollify it or nullify not nullify it, but but mm-hmm. you know right 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 yeah so, to write the, to write the ship if it ever starts tipping over <laughs> right so that you don't have a s- terror situation where you're like. I think a lot of Republicans are Chris Christie's face in that video where he's like behind <laughs> Donald Trump freaking out. And that had to be explained. I, I gotta write, I gotta write a too. note down. Chris Christie's face for the show notes. <laughs> it's yeah. Did you, did you read the Washington post piece? On uh, that? Is that the one where he's like, he has seen something? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still have it. I still have it open in a browser. It's, it's just, it's so amazing great. i mean that's the one thing that's come out that's good that's come out of this um this cycle is is just there's some been some really good writing yeah um, <laughs> on both sides <laughs> he is embroidering this hideous truth very slowly onto a handkerchief but it will not be ready in time <laughs> no and there's also on the on the conservative side like there's been some stuff written about um truth telling and sort of the nature of the the conservative electorate uh, or the populace this cycle and in some ways it's forcing i think uh i don't think it'll really happen but um th- there's been some self uh introspection on 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 you know on parts of it. and that's been interesting to read too yeah and that's another thing to try and explain because it's um you know like typically it's very cut and dried you know like um hey my daughters I'm voting this way. You know, this is how I feel this year. Um, and that is in, not just included to say, here's who I think I'm going to, you know, here's who, here's who it looks like I'm going to vote for, but here's definitely who I am not voting for. And here's why. And oh my God, look at this. Of the last 30 seconds of video we just watched, 99% of it was absolute bullshit lies. Straight. Mm-hmm. There's nothing honest that came out of that person's mouth. And that's been something to, you know, we got some literal kids over here who take things kind of literally. And so that's, it's been, we've had to mount our own, um, info, uh, decode seminar. Yeah. So how is it going in your house? Is this something you guys talk about? Are you guys, uh, in the yeah, a little bit. I mean, we don't, we haven't really had a, like a, I wouldn't say it's been much of a civics conversation. I mean, we've, we have talked about one of the candidates in particular and, um, and he, uh, Hank is very, um, much opposed to this candidate, which is interesting because he's often very contrarian. So mm-hmm. like when there's a sporting event and we're rooting for one team, he will almost invariably decide he's rooting for the other team. <laughs> Just as a, like a, like I'm going to mess with everything. I'm just yes. going to throw a right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, this is not going to go the way you want it to go. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm um, so, um, right. uh, yeah, and um, in in this particular case, though, I mean, the things that we've explained to him about um, Mr. Trump uh, mm-hmm. have have made clear to him that he, he he that is not someone whose values he shares, which is nice. That's um, good. Yeah, that's very good. Um, you know, we're we're at forty something minutes into the show, and um, I think there's another bit of information that you you need to share. Uh, with everybody i think i think you're right um <laughs> i don't know I, I don't know what it is i mean i, just, I, I was told by someone that uh-huh. yeah. you might have information well uh let's talk about finances for a minute great okay 
because we all know how difficult it can be to keep our financial lives in order. Man, that just (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Raising, raising my hand. Uh, Now, Wayla has a solution that can help bring peace to personal finance. Wayla's digital platform helps people like you and me uh, get financial advice and tools to better manage your finances, something I desperately need. It aggregates over 19,000 financial institutions to provide you actionable advice, help you set goals, and view your full financial picture all in one place. Best of all, it's free to use. Wayla also offers online investing and the ability to work with your own financial advisor with no minimums. That's pretty cool. I can't recommend enough to, to visit getwayla.com slash turning to learn more. That's G-E-T-W-E-L-A dot com slash turning, as in turning this car around. Mm. This is like, so I worked in a financial institution for years, and one of the things that I came to appreciate that I don't think I really appreciate. I mean, because I think when you're young and you just, you think, oh, I just need to invest some stuff for retirement. I just need to invest things. So I should just, I should just get a mutual fund and start investing stuff. Mm. Well, it's like there, there's different, there's all different kinds yeah. of things. <laughs> um, and how to balance those, those, the, the loads that you put into various vehicles is, is kind of important. And the other thing is it changes as your life goes on. Yes, um, because earlier on you can be a little more risky, and then as your life goes on, you um, should try and turn the risk dial down a little bit. So those when they talk about tools that help you set your financial goals, that's that's what they're what they're talking about. And so it's a it's a good place to go to find out more. That is getwayla.com slash turning, and we thank them for their support of turning this car around. So last night. Um, I, my, my, uh, girlfriend made a donation to a certain candidate in the form of a fundraiser <laughs> event. Do we really need to be so, <laughs> uh, no, I, I just was able to, we, we took the kids to I a mean, thing. we're kind of doing it as a joke, right? But, right. Uh, <laughs> but we took the kids to a thing and that, that forced some conversation also. And what, you know, part of it is, is it also, you know, like we spend a lot of time this cycle looking at how horrible people are or their supporters are. You know, but you can't really define yourself by, you can, by what you aren't. Mm -hmm. So it was good to see some things that you can say, well, this is what we are for. And that, that was kind of a nice uh, change to get some of that fed. It was like a feeding in in a way. Uh, Yes, it was marketing and whatever, but it's true. And, you know, it wasn't like someone's going to like raise the dead and it's you know, like they're going to fight the zombies that it will eventually come. And so we've got this, like none of that was ever promised. There's not, everyone's going to get a million dollars. No, you know, it's just simple, straightforward. Here's the deal. And it was awesome, but it's been really good to have this conversation. One of the things about as kids get older is having, like, I always felt like I was never ready for the milestones. Like, Oh shit. When my kids start, start, walk, starts to walk, it's going to be like over. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're screwed. Like the whole house yeah. is going to be just destroyed immediately. And there's shocking, like electrical outlets everywhere. And, mm-hmm. you know. And that's true. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. To a degree. <laughs> uh, but now, the, like I, you said on the last episode about now you have to like work on ma- making them a good citizen. And you mm-hmm. think you're teaching more as a parent. Yeah. As the child ages, you're, well... Right. As, as opposed to just trying to keep them alive, you're running around 
Yeah, I mean, you're as opposed to running around trying to like keep them from sticking their finger in an outlet. Um, yeah. you're it's 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 more it's more subtle and requires more thought as opposed to like immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Less of a nine eleven um, as opposed oh. to parkour skills. Yes. So anyway, it was just it was a good it was good to um have a have some political rhetoric and talk that wasn't about something really awful um yeah. and to look back at some historical wins particularly for kids um there's some some policies that certain parties enacted in the 90s that are quite beneficial for children involving insurance and a lot of i think a lot of entrepreneurs or people who start their own businesses and have kids benefit from that and they may not may not know that so that was a good kind of refresher for me i had forgotten that that was even ever done because i've been the beneficiary of it i haven't even thought about it you know for 20 years so Mm -hmm. anyway civics did did you did you have a uh um, like a mock election when you were in in school i did and it was the year it was uh carter versus ford oh really yeah um right was that wow that's well i mean because i the first one i remember was uh was carter reagan yeah no no this was this this was but that was in high school that was i think it was in high school yeah yeah no this was our grade school i had a teacher in grade school who was very uh, ahead of the curve and what he had us do like projects and the way he taught i feel Uh really lucky actually to have him especially in that little small town i was i grew up in and one of the things he did was he had us do you know, uh, mock election and the newspaper in the town printed the ballots. They had mock ballots for schools and for, you know, groups and whatever. Like there was a league of women's voters organization in town and other like the, you know, whatever rotary club, I don't know, different organizations that would teach their members if they had not voted how, how to fill out a ballot just in case they didn't know and so we learned how to do a ballot, how to vote straight party ticket, all the rest of it. And it was all pencil on a piece of newsprint paper that was printed. And then um, they, we had like the coat room became the, the ballot, you know, the voting area. And there was two judges. I got to be one of the judges, which is why I remember it. It was because we, mm. we, we had to ensure that the, there was no shenanigans. <laughs> if, only we had, if only we had that now. Yeah. Instead of... Uh, you know, multinational cash register company that yeah. is hackable, bad <laughs> encryption. Right. Um, that was uses an access database. Uh, by the way, the first time I used one of those cards, I took my uh, took a picture of my ballot and I verified that it printed and recorded my vote correctly, even though we were not allowed to bring uh, cameras or phones into the voting booth <laughs> because I was convinced that. Um, <laughs> There was going to be shenanigans. In how would you? How would you have brought a phone? <laughs> would you have brought a phone into the voting booth back then? Well, no, back then. I'm I'm saying like in 2008. Uh, oh, in 2008 oh. <laughs> when the, when we first okay. used the the um the voting machines, like with the little card and everything, the little chippy card. Okay. Okay. That, I got it. that was I got it. that was when I took pictures because it was like I want to I want to see my vote recorded on a piece of paper because uh, I was insane. Yeah, well, because it was 2008 and there's shenanigans. So I, I don't, I don't think that's a bad instinct. The saddest part of being a judge was that we had to count the votes, and the sad came in throwing out ballots that were filled out incorrectly. Oh, and 
I was, I remember going, you know, there was no identification of whose ballot was whose, but I, I had some friends whose handwriting I was, you know, how they did X's basically I knew. And so I kind of knew who some of those were. And it was like, wait a minute, you're smarter than this. What are you doing? Like, oh, I was, it was really frustrating. It was very frustrating. Very upsetting. I don't, I don't remember ours being as well organized as, as, as complete an experience as that. I mean, I remember doing the ballot, filling the ballot out, but I feel like it was just like, it was a much smaller exercise for us. Mm. There wasn't like a whole other, there weren't other activities that went around it i mean i think maybe we were also talking about it in class a little bit but i don't think we did you know i don't think we did the thing where it was like i think it was just i think we were just doing the presidential election i don't think there was like you know like you said how to fill out a complete ballot how to vote a party ticket i mean things like that i don't don't remember doing that and i and i feel like i distinctly remember that the ballot was just the presidential candidates um yeah and also write-in how to do a write-in vote which you know this year could be a thing for some people Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I grew up, my, I have a, um, my father was a city council person. My great grandfather was a city council person and mayor, you know, both small town people, but they were involved in politics. And, um, so I have a kind of a political junkie in me. It's a late uh-huh. one, but, um, I, I have to, I'm going to throw this out there for anybody who's interested in historical stuff. John Dickerson, who is on Face the Nation now, he has a podcast called Whistle Stop that is fascinating. It's fantastic. So far, I've listened to the one about the Eagle Burger affair, also about Ford and um, Reagan uh, in 80. How that, how uh, Ford, or how um, Reagan came to pick Bush as his vice president. So anyway, fascinating stuff if you're a political junkie. That's just a little, little note there. Great. And John is, he was, I, I mean, I, I've never met him, but he was just like an early guy on Twitter. Yes. I mean, he was like when he, when Twitter, when, you know, I was getting on Twitter and a bunch of other people were getting on Twitter. He was just like another, yes, another guy. And, yeah. you know, I followed him, he followed me and, you know, and, and, uh, and then like, I was, I was looking at his, um, his favorites one day and I noticed that the, like his, it was just like this stream of of um tweets from merlin man yes <laughs> and so i linked to it and i said i said to merlin and i said you should either start following john or block him one way or the other <laughs> either either, either and way. so he followed him and then and then you know those guys have since have since met and um are, are buds i've met him also he was a blogger as well um okay and that, that's how i i met him and Super nice guy. I'm really happy yeah. for him. I think he's a, a perfect guy for uh, Face the Nation. Great replacement. Great choices of replacement. And 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 nailed that Republican. Oh, um, oh, he did debate. Was, I mean, he was he was terrific. Yeah. And that's not not because he called our podcast out either. <laughs> he threatened to turn turn that debate around. <laughs> name checked our podcast. Yeah, yeah, as a name check by not really name checking at all. Exactly. So civics, we're going to have to wait, I guess, uh, for the Liam birthday party update. The, the big Liam re- recap. Yeah. yeah. I was really sad when Lex said he couldn't make it. So well, stay tuned next week on another exciting episode of 